0: Are you ready? Born ready. Yeah, you were. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here with me today. Um, obviously, things are a little bit different. So I am here at my house uh, recording this podcast episode of Real Talk. And I have with me Plenta Saka, And um, some people call her Pete. That's what I did because I didn't know what she said the first time I met her. <laughs> um, and so with that said, we met at Taylor University. Uh, like, what? Yikes. That's like... Five years yeah. ago. Oh, ah, that's crazy. Man, we're old hags. I know. So we met, we like hit off and start. We had so much fun during college. Um, it was a blast and I'm so lucky to know her. So we shared a lot of memories, both, you know, exciting, some sad ones, some good ones, some, you know, just crazy college years ones. And so we just kind of want to talk about a little bit of like life after college, um, she's married now. <laughs> she is, she's a married woman. Sam, he's a lucky guy. And so yeah, she's going to talk a little bit about, little bit about that. Plencet, if you want to just kind of introduce yourself, let us know a little bit about you so that they can get to know you as well as I know you.
1: Awesome. Hey guys, I'm Plencet Nordquist. I graduated. Oh, I said soccer.
0: Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sam. I did that.
1: <gasps> All good. And, you hey, know guys. it takes a hot second.
0: Nope, it really does. Okay, <laughs> all right, guys. Good thing she um let us in on that little one. I'm so all sorry. All
1: good. Um, <laughs> so I graduated from Taylor University. I studied public relations, corporate communication. Um, so a lot of writing, a lot of creating, and then when like, I graduated, I wanted to pursue more of social media, um, which does incorporate writing in a much smaller sense, and then a lot of creating and a lot of scheduling. So yeah. So now I currently work for Red Inn, ish kind of. And I'm the social media coordinator-ish, kind of. And so I do a lot of content creating. I do a lot of posting, scheduling, um, things like that. And yeah, I got married six months ago, or almost six months ago, as of two weeks from now. Oh. Um, married to Samuel. He is super awesome. He's an accountant. He works for Chipotle. He's a tall redhead. Can't miss him. But
0: yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness! I can't believe, I can't believe I did that. I'm just so used to saying Puntsi Saka, like it just like flows and rolls off my tongue. And sorry, Sam, my bad.
1: All good. Even I, right after we got married, I'd still call myself,
0: "Hi guys, I'm Puntsi Saka,"
1: and be like, "What was the point of all those months of struggling to change your name?" And I was like, "I don't know."
0: It's like, uh, what? What's this? <laughs> what's this? <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! I love that. Yeah. You. I remember too. Like, our senior year. You were you were grinding hard on the social media aspect. And so I think, well, we both were. So it was really fun to like yeah. kind of get together. So then maybe just like, tell us a little bit about, I mean, obviously I think, cause you had a lot of changes right after um, college. Mm-hmm. So maybe explain some of those or kind of maybe give some people some insight on what that looked like for you. Maybe even, you know, what you thought it looked like and how it's probably a lot different from what you yeah. thought.
1: After I graduated, I got married six months-ish, five to six months after and then I moved to Columbus. So I lived in Indiana, went to college in Indiana, lived in Indiana for most of my life. And so in my mind, I thought I had processed the fact that I was going to be moving and getting married. And then also in the midst of all of that, I did an internship the summer after I graduated. And then after the internship, I started looking for jobs in Columbus. So we kind of had this plan of getting married, moving to Columbus, and hopefully having a job at that point. And then being able to find a church and things like that that was kind of the game plan. And through all of that, I kind of had this mindset of, oh, it's going to be so fun, so easy. It's not that hard to make friends. It's not that hard to find a new church, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of skipping with the roses into this transition. And then we get married. Everything's awesome. Moved to Columbus. And then I would say about two weeks in, that's when I realized like, man, it is hard to make friends, especially if you haven't found a church yet and you don't really know a lot of people. And it's like, how do you make friends? Because in college it's so easy because you're living with, for Aubrey and I, it was like 300 girls, 30 girls on your wing. That's immediate best friends pretty much. And so for four years of your life, of your early adulthood, you're used to having girls and friends like at your fingertips. You literally just see someone walking and you're like, Hey, how you doing? All of Mm -hmm. a sudden you're friends. And then now it's like, How do I make friends? Where do I go to make friends? I'm in a new city, so I don't have friends already that can connect me with other friends. So it was just a huge learning curve in that. And Samuel was just so good and supportive in that, just being like, hey, you know what? Like, you're not alone. We are here together. I'm kind of, because Sam lived in Ohio, but he moved to a different part of Ohio. So even with that, he didn't have a lot of friends either. So he was just like, we're in this together. We'll be able to find a church. We'll be able to make friends. And like, all in God's will and God's timing. So that was a hard transition, um, just that friendship aspect. And then finding a church was also really hard because yeah, Samuel and I, like, it's in your mind, you think, oh, we're both Christians. It's going to be so easy. Hmm. And then all of a sudden you start going deeper in like, I like this type of music. I like contemporary. And then Sam's like, I love the good old hymns. And I'm <laughs> like, are you kidding me? So it's like just things like that that you don't even think about because you're like, we're both <laughs> Christians. It's going to be so easy. And then you get down to the nitty gritty and realize, wow, finding a church that you both like is very hard. And, um, but now that we do have a church, it's better because now we have community and we have people that are very like-minded like we are. So there's a lot of things. That was a whole bunch, but there's just a lot of things in that transition that I thought were going to go really easy. And on top of that, also the job. So Mm -hmm. I, after my internship, I started looking for a job. Um, I heard back from a few places, but I very quickly realized that there are a lot of marketing companies that are weird, like this weird sect of marketing where it's like marketing products. It's just weird. It's hard to explain. If you look for marketing jobs, I'm sure you've probably seen those companies. But so I heard back from a lot of those and it just got to a point where I was like, this is not the kind of marketing I want to do. So long story short, it took me about three months to find a job at Red Roof Inn. yay, awesome, yay, pretty yay. much my dream job, like, I have a huge cubicle, and just everything I wanted, I wanted to do is in this job description, and then corona happens, and so now I'm furloughed for two months, so there's just, like, a lot of things in this transition that mm-hmm. um, I thought would be smoother, but I've learned a lot in the mm-hmm. midst of going through it, not how I would have pictured it.
0: Right, yeah, I know, I think that's so funny, because especially, like, Senior year, you're like so excited to kind of be done in school and move on to this next phase of life, and mm-hmm. I think we all know in the back of our heads it's not going to be what necessarily we think it is, but we still like make this elaborate plan of how it's going to go, and then True. when it doesn't happen, we're just like, um, yeah, no one told me about this one, so yeah. But I mean, kudos to you for going through all that and like figuring all that out at once, because that would have been a lot, and. I mean, I'm so glad that you have gotten where you are, and um obviously, like you and Sam I can yeah you guys can make it. I know that you guys are so good at making friends and you know being kind to everybody, and do you guys get to pick a church?
1: yeah, so um we gotta add a little bit of a yeah, so yes, we finally found a church mm-hmm. it took us a while, yeah. um but it's called Salt and Light, We really like it um. We actually decided on our church, like, a week before um, pretty much the government was, like, no meetings of more than, like, 10 people or whatever. So (laughs) after finding a church, we haven't actually been able to go to our church in person. (laughs) It's a great time. But we do have a church now, which is very comforting.
0: That's so good. I mean, yeah, church, because, like, what we've done, too, is, like, church hopping, too. Obviously, we did that at Taylor, too. So it's, like, just trying to find a good church to go to that really fits what both of you need can be like so much trickier than you think and all of a sudden you get there and you're like oh I love this place and you talk about it afterwards and they do not (laughs) feel the same and you're like I love story of my life yeah oh it's just so funny like we just don't you don't think about those things because you're used to something so different and then they bring in their past experiences and what they've grown up with and all of a sudden it gets a little confusing true (laughs) you. <laughs> um anyway but so then tell us a little bit about your dream job then obviously because it's in social media so then what kind of made you want to get into this
1: I knew I liked being creative in like creating content and then also writing and so in college for my freshman year I was actually undecided and then um, I took one public relations class and I just thought that, that fit really well mm-hmm. um the thing about public relations is oftentimes they push a lot of like the writing aspect of it and so and not as much of the marketing in a way and so once i got in that major it was really cool because there was also flexibility to okay take more illustrator classes or graphic design classes that you could um that i could further myself in more of the creative and less of the writing but then still encompass both of those um so after picking my major i did an internship Um, with a woman's organization in Georgia and I did all her like all their social media and in that that's when I think I realized like wow this is so cool Um, this is definitely a passionate a passion of mine and just being able to create content send it out and then see what kind of engagement it gets and see um, that you are interacting with your directed audience and things like that it's just so exhilarating to me so after doing that and that was like my sophomore ish junior year I knew okay social media is what I want to go into But in college, I will say that I don't think that a lot of people talked about the sect of like social media marketing. It was more of like public relations, like problem solving, whole nine yards, and then like writing and being like a professional writer and things like that. But no one talked about all the other things that you can do with public relations. So in my mind, I was like, social media marketing would be cool. But I didn't know if there was actually um, a place for that in the job industry. And so after graduating, um, it took me a little while to be like, okay, yeah, people are looking for social media marketers. Um, It is a sect. And I mean, if I worked hard, work hard enough, then I can find a job that um, does encompass like creating and writing um, and all the things that I loved in my internship. And so when I came to Columbus, it took me a while, but then um, I finally got a job with Red Roof Inn as their social media coordinator. Um, Super awesome um, economy hotel. And so I do a lot of content creating for them now. And it's just, it's essentially everything I wanted to do, um, encompassed in one role, which is really awesome.
0: And I think that, um, the cool thing about social media too, is like how you can actually reach people. Um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's, it's a, it's an outlet to also be creative with and reach people you might not reach otherwise. And so I think I've always found like how that's just, I don't know, you can just, you can target too, so many different, you know, different kinds of people and make sure your message fits with them. And I think that that's the whole point of like, um accommodating to that certain audience is so fun because there's always something different it's not always just mm-hmm. the same thing so i know i always like i love that part of it do you um do you have any advice then for like people right now or small businesses maybe right now that are you know maybe not running but because you know because of everything going on but like little things that they might be able to do with their social media or to connect with their audience do you have any you know suggestions on that i know i'm putting yeah. it on the spot so
1: no you're good with social media, one big thing in this time, um, like with Red Roof, and we kind of came up with this um, plan of first of all stopping all posts. Like when everything kind of hit the fan, you don't want to be marketing and being like, "Oh, I know, like all these things are going on in the world, but still buy our cupcakes." Like first of all, you kind of have to stop and like reassess everything. Take a few steps back of the things that you're posting, the everyday things you're posting. Um, reassess how you can. Um, best captivate your audience but then not push them away through um, being oblivious in a way like you don't want people to think you're oblivious to things that, that are going around um, in the world because you're posting about like your coffee or your cupcakes or your clothes and things like that so after you kind of assess that and give like a little bit of time um, the biggest thing for you to do is just prove to your audience and post and say we are still here for you in this time instead of like pushing an object be like we're here if you need us. Right. Um, and in doing that, you are bridging a gap um, and just showing that it's not all about like you're selling, but you also want to build relationships. And so um, wherever pe- whatever people need, you're there for them in that. Um, and that's one big thing that we did with Red Roof. And we saw um, a lot of um, traction with that. And then also in this time, you have a lot of opportunities to do things like giveaways or freebies and things like that, that show again, that you are not just thinking about making money but it's like okay so there are homeless people and we make cupcakes let's go out and like give cupcakes to the homeless and things like that or um, we're a hotel so we did a lot of um, discounts for people who are first responders and things like that so that way people can see we care about the community as well so there's a lot of opportunities for you to first of all build relationships in this time but then also like um, be a support in this time and also with social media you are a form of public relations, like you want to do good, but then also in a way tell people about it. And so that's the whole point of social media. So if you're doing good and you are helping the community, don't be ashamed of putting out a post and being like, hey, we, we're there in this situation, and we're still here if you need us. And another thing, so um, I did a Hootsuite um, seminar a couple weeks ago, I attended one, and it was really cool because one of the things they said is, if you can captivate someone, Um, during this hard time, it'll be very hard to lose that person as time progresses because they saw how well you handled this hard situation. So therefore, they'll be so much more devoted to you as time progresses um, in everyday life because they're like, oh, this is actually an awesome company. Um, So yeah, just keep that in mind. But those are my kind of tips.
0: Yeah, no, I think those are awesome. I think that that's some really good insight because I think that there's, um, a hard balance to find too. when you know, so many people are talking about it or maybe even one thing I noticed in the beginning was how much negativity was thrown out there about everything. Um, and that was where I first started. Cause I had to decide for, cause, um, obviously for people who don't know they're listening, I'm in real estate. Um, mm-hmm. and so I had to decide, you know, do I want to feed into this or do I want to be the person like the one person in everyone's feed that's actually positive, you know? Yeah. And I think that was a huge decision for me. And I'm like, I, I couldn't handle any more negativity myself. So I was like, mm-hmm. I have to be positive even if it's just for me, but hopefully it's for other people as well. And so yeah. having to decide that for a company and just for how you're going to handle your social media and stuff like that, I think was, is so important during these times because You want to be someone that they can rely on and not just because they want to, you know, use your services, but because, you know, that's just the kind of person you are, the kind of company you are, which which speaks volumes, you know? You know, it gets a little iffy, like, obviously it's new for everybody, but I think that goes to say just in everyday life as well, just to continue to care for your customers and your clients and show that and like, kind of be like, just nurture them and say, Hey, I'm here, you know, no, you don't have to buy or sell a house right now. No, you don't have to uh, do this right now, but When you do, when you when you do want to do that, I'm ready. If you are, and let me inform you until you are ready. I think exactly. informing is such a big thing. Me too. So as far as everything's going so far, so obviously, so you're technically not working right now, right? Yeah. So I think that that's something that a lot of people can you know relate to at this point. And even us as realtors, we're considered honest or non-essential right now, which is like, when you hear that word, you're like, excuse me, I am essential. <laughs> you're like, listen up. <laughs> right? Like, you can't tell me if I'm essential or not, but I understand what it means. And it's like super hard to like, you know, kind of have that label, but at the same time, makes sense. We're just, you know, we're trying to protect everybody. So then how has that affected you far as, you know, because you haven't been in it long, but it's something new. And obviously, you know, a lot of people, including myself are going through that of just like kind of what do we do in this weird zone where it's kind of on pause yeah. and we don't necessarily have a like a solid date to look forward to of saying this is going to be over so how have you handled that
1: yeah um I would say initially it was kind of like a shock because as you were saying I think most people think oh like I am essential or the, the work I'm doing like no one else can do the work I'm doing so therefore I'm so essential so hearing that you aren't essential in a way first of all, that was just a shock. And I think that it, it takes a couple of days just to process that and not just think, okay, I need to take action immediately. Like let that kind of sink in, like feel your emotions. It's totally fine to be sad, to be um, just kind of uncertain, but after you're done taking that time to just assess your feelings and just kind of let it sink in. Um, I think it's really important to think about next steps and okay, what if they don't call me back from my job? Like, What am I going to do in that situation? And it's really hard because for me, I'm very optimistic. I'm like, they're definitely going to call me back. Everything's going to fall into place, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, what if that's not God's will for you? And what if he has something else in mind for you? Or um, what if things just don't work out? And so being positive, but then also thinking about next steps, filing unemployment, if you have that option, looking into other job opportunities, not necessarily applying. You can if you want to, but just keeping other doors open, other options open in the midst of this uncertainty. Another thing is, is just kind of continue to perfect your craft. Just because you aren't working doesn't mean you can't work on writing. Doesn't mean you can't do blogs. Like doesn't mean you can't create content. So for me, I've started making YouTube videos and I've started creating graphics for that and do things that you want to do, but you haven't been able to because of your job. And so in doing that in YouTube, like I've been able to make graphics for our channel. And in the same way, it's not directly for Red Roof, but... I'm still becoming a better person working in Photoshop and Illustrator. I've never used Illustrator before. Now I know how to use it. Like things like that, you can do it. And also there's so many things that you can do like yoga, do yoga online. Like do things to better yourself in this time, read a book. Like there's so many things that you can do to further yourself, even though you aren't working, it doesn't mean your whole life is kind of at a standstill. Like you can still better yourself.
0: I mean, you see a lot of posts of that now too, where they're like, if you, if you haven't learned a new skill during this time, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and 100% totally agree. Like I'm someone who's always wanting to do more and be better and do the next best thing and all that kind of stuff. And so I think that there's, I think that's so necessary, but there's like others are the part to this too, where it's like, we will never have this again, probably Yeah. like we will probably never have this amount of time off or this amount of time to slow down and, and just kind of take it all in. And Um, and like the weather's been nicer. So like, do you go out and enjoy the weather? And so it's just like, it's such a weird time to know, you know, like how to balance it all. Cause you don't want to just stop everything. But at the same time, you're like, I think I should be taking this time to relax a little bit and to slow the pace of things. So it's like, it's just such a weird balance. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but, um, I do know that I have spent more time outside, which I love. And, um, just little things like that I wasn't doing before that I've now made time for. And I think it's just giving us a whole new perspective of what our lives can look like. I don't know if that balance has been hard for you, but <laughs> it has not been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's been really hard for me. Even just working from home was hard in and of itself. And then now that I'm not working, it's like, Oh my land, Cause it's like this mindset of, I have nothing official to do tomorrow. So therefore I can stay up later. And then when you stay up later, you wake up later. And so it's just, it's very hard, but hopefully we will be able to find a balance, hopefully.
0: I, I know, I know. That's, that's something I'm kind of looking forward to. And, you know, and then obviously other people are probably at home too, right? Like you have Sam and I have my family and stuff yeah. like that. And so it gets, it gets really interesting really fast. And because you're yes. just like sitting in your own little space for the whole day, mostly just to try to keep on your routine. And it's just like, it's such a funny thing, but I've also like really loved the moments that I just get to to have where I'm like oh like let's just go for a walk or oh let's just go sit outside and work outside because we can or just little stuff like that you know and taking I know (laughs) I started working out with a friend too uh just on FaceTime every morning at 9am we get up and we do it otherwise like I was not doing that in the beginning I was just like nah, I'm fine it's only gonna be a couple weeks I'll just hang out eat all the pizza I want (laughs) do what I need to do and then I was like oh my gosh (laughs)
1: I gotta be better I gotta do better I gotta look better
0: yeah I was like good heavens, this is never gonna be good so finally got on that routine a little bit but it's just like there's so much to be said about accountability in this moment too like finding people who can keep you on board with things because it's hard to set goals when you're just sitting at home and no one sees you true true (laughs) yeah it's just Uh, It's very interesting. But I mean, I, I love all your good points about just like making sure you're looking ahead still and like keeping your options open, but also being optimistic about it, you know, and, and I'm a pretty firm believer. I mean, obviously do not come back at me in a couple months if everything's going downhill, but I am a firm believer that after this happens, things are going to boom again. And so, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how long because I don't know. But yeah. um, <laughs> for at least a day, <laughs> um, things are going to just, like, grow because everyone's going to want to get out. Everyone's going to want to go to their favorite restaurant. Everyone's going to want to go mm-hmm. shopping. Everyone's going to want to do everything they can do that isn't inside their house. Firm believer that things are going to get better. It's just going to be a little bit of a pause moment. And as itchy as I am to be able to go go show houses without getting a fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> We will wait. It is a misdemeanor right now, so, um, oh go with your agent, at least in Michigan, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> you won't be catching me showing any houses. I don't need to go to jail. I'll be now. like, welcome to your new wee oo got to go. <laughs> like, sailing. Sailing? <laughs> I'm not working with them. <laughs> yeah, um, so, like, as itchy as I am to be able to do that stuff again, I'm also, like, there's alternatives, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. virtual everything, so, like, I'm yeah. going to be innovative and make sure those things can happen while I'm not actually physically there. I love the idea of like everything just going well after this. And like, you know, small businesses coming back up because they have all the attention they need to keep on going. And, um, you know, everything like that. So like, that's so great to look forward to, but it's also like, we don't really have an actual date for that. So mm-hmm. they just keep pushing it and which is like understandable, but it's also like yeah. you're in such a weird middle zone and a waiting yeah. period too. And and I think we had a lot of those in college too, where we're just kind of like in these weird waiting periods. I know that was yep. a big topic, at least on our wing. Yeah, <laughs> I love them all. Shout out to to Secondy Solson.
1: Yeah, Tuyo. Woo you Woo-hoo. So we All are thriving right East now. Beast. Yeah. Oh, also, since you brought, like, you kind of mentioned it really quickly, but mm-hmm. like small businesses. Yeah, guys, this is a great time to invest in small businesses. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, order in. Mm-hmm. have them whatever like there's so many delivery options right now and the best thing you can do even though you aren't eating in like order something yeah. order try new restaurants i right. know money's not really flowing for all of us but you can make it happen <laughs> rub two pennies together you got it <laughs> right
0: i mean there's a lot of free delivery options out there right now exactly
1: there you go exactly
0: <laughs> I think that, I mean, it's the same idea as going to the grocery store. So even if you decide to have a couple nights where you decide to go and support a local business um, and to do that. And I think um, Joey and I have tried to do that quite a bit too, where um, we just try to decide like strategically where we're going to go if we're going to go out and grab something from the curbside. And so (laughs) sounds gross, but it's not. I know. So yeah, just like being involved in local businesses, I think is huge. There's just there's a lot, and it's a lot to handle. I think, and yeah. So we obviously feel for all of you who maybe aren't working right now, or are working from home, or maybe it's just a little bit uncertain about where you're at. But we feel for you. It's not easy, and it feels so. It just feels weird to not have some kind of thing to say. Okay, after this point, we'll be good because you can you can kind of do that right now. But we don't really have an end in mind. Mm -hmm. I think that's just like I don't know that I've ever. Had that because like even with school, right, like you get done with high school, that's your end point in mind, okay, next is college, college yeah. is done, you know, get married, get your dream job, blah blah blah, get a house, blah, whatever the case may be, and we have like a little bit of kind of like a time frame, and now it's just like oh, yes. time management might be going down the toilet <laughs> true,
1: but it's just been really cool to just like see in a way as Christians how this is really pushing us to rely on God, like mm-hmm. in all reality. God never says that like oh everything's going to be perfect and fall in place for you like he says that you have to trust in me and like you said we are so used to having a time frame to some extent that um we can say we're trusting in God but we know to an extent that we have that like safety net idea of how things are going to work out we kind of have this partial picture of how things are going to work out so therefore we can trust god for the other half of the picture you know right completely different when you have no view of what this picture is going to look like what the end is going to look like and you have to completely trust in god like you're saying when we graduated we had this picture and like i had this picture in mind of like i know that i will be married i will be in columbus and i will hopefully be working where i'll be working i don't know where i'll be going to church i don't know but we can go on but it's completely different when it's like well don't really know nothing but onward and upward right so it's been it's been a challenge but it's a good reminder Mm -hmm. and speaking to myself as well a good reminder to just trust everything will be fine
0: right even if it's not how I picture it it'll work out I think um one thing I know that I always struggled with before all this too is like um just kind of filling my days and always looking to what's next and like not really living day to day more like always worrying about tomorrow, always worrying about yeah. what's next, and, like, this has forced me to sit down and say, I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, yep. <laughs> I don't know, like, you just straight of don't, and it's just, and as, like, terrifying as it is, it's also, like, super, like, I'm relieved, almost, because mm-hmm. you're not so weighed down by what's happening tomorrow, because you just don't know, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a guessing game that you can't really play, and if you are <laughs> playing it, you probably won't win, <laughs> so just be prepared, but, it's just, I think that's been really good for me is like, I do what I can in a day and some days that's a lot and some days that's a little. And I think that mm. that's something where I have to come to terms with myself that that's okay. And um, just because I do have all this time doesn't mean I have to fill it full with, you know, busy work or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I can take that time that I need Yeah. and do what I need to do for myself. So it's just like, it's so funny that it takes something like this for us to all just like sit back and say, Oh wait, are we doing these things? Are we really actually like living our lives in the best way that we can?
1: Yeah. And I love that you said, like talking about how we don't have to have full days, even though we have all this time. And I think that's the mentality that like I've had at some points in this, it's like, okay, if I have all this free time, then I should at the end of the day have a list of like all these things that are accomplished in a day. And it's like, That's in many ways, unrealistic, Mm -hmm. like just set three goals, three things you want to do. And when you complete them, or if you don't complete them, it's okay. And so just giving ourselves grace in this time is also just so huge and giving each other grace in this time. Like you're saying our parents and different things like that look at us and they're like, you're just at home, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, but is that the worst thing in the world? Like that we're taking time to just rest and rejuvenate? Like
0: it's not the worst thing in the world. I know yeah yeah I know I keep telling myself too I know especially in the beginning um when I thought this was only going to be a few weeks I'm still like telling myself this now and it's a little harder but still true but like this is a few weeks potentially a couple months of the rest of our lives like we have so much more to this life and like I don't know I can only imagine we're gonna look back in a few months when we're going crazy and we're about to like (laughs) fall over and die because we're so busy um we're gonna be like oh remember this when we were just relaxing and things were good like that's, I honestly believe that's probably how I'm gonna feel at some point it's just gonna be like take this time and you know do with it what you can but like do not push yourself to be overdone by it or like you know Mm -hmm. your productivity level doesn't mean you know like that's not gonna that doesn't define you or right. how you're using this time while, well. like, that's, I think that we just have that ingrained in ourselves because of society and, like, our culture just to work, 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 and be productive, and you can watch some Netflix. Maybe don't binge it all day, but I mean, <laughs> you do, tell all. me what you're binging. I'm, <laughs> True.
1: Share with us, please.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, it's just an interesting time, but, um, so then I guess what is one thing that you weren't expecting, like, outside of college that in the moment was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But now looking back, you're like, hmm, okay, I can deal with this.
1: So something that like in college, I was kind of dreading after college, but now it's doable. Right. I wish I could say working uh, 40 hours a week, but I can't say that. That is so hard for me. I'm just such a like, (laughs) I know you said something that I look at now and I'm like, oh, this is doable. I'm just gonna first say the one that I can't do, (laughs) literally working in an office like especially after lunch you eat a good big old delicious like pot of leftover chili and then you're expected to go back to work for another four hours that is so stinking hard like in college you had class for like 50 minutes you go back to your dorm you take a little snoozer no, you
0: get it. up
1: <laughs> you get up you go to another class you take another snoozer you go to practice like whatever you did in college like you had these little breaks now it's like working 40, 40 hours a week. It's like, man, this is rough. I can't just take a nap. There's been times when I really am at work and I'm like, man, that that chair over there looks real nice for a snoozer. But can I snooze? No. Right. Anyways, but I will say adulting in general, I really was afraid of what that was going to look like, like especially being married and like that transition and everything. And for me, like, Everything's worked out pretty well. I think it's it's like I'm not sure if college really trained me to be better for adult life, but I really think that you you do kind of like kick into like a groove very quickly. We don't give ourselves enough credit in college. We're like, "I'm going to fail, blah blah blah. It's going to be so hard. How do I shop for food? How do I do this?" Like not saying that it's not a transition, but after that transition it's like, "Okay, this is not the worst thing in the world." Mm-hmm. And I mean, Another great thing is I'm married to Samuel, and he's just so good. He's like, oh, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll do this. I'll do that. He's great with numbers and stuff. But just adulting has – it's been a transition, but it, it's not been as hard and undoable as I thought mm-hmm. it was going to
0: be. I think there's just, like, this weird – also with college, everyone, like, calls it the real world. True. <laughs> like, going into the real world. I remember that, and I was like, what are we in now then? Like, exactly. What? <laughs> yeah. i avatar Lane. right right like yeah that, if that's the real world where the heck have I been this whole time true <laughs> so I know it's just it's kind of daunting and you're just kind of like oh how am I gonna do life outside of everything I've known because if you if you went to college or even if you just went to high school it's like it's been school yeah. all your life so um then to go into something like a 40-hour job nobody yeah.
1: prepares you for that <laughs> no
0: they <laughs> I, don't I that, like, that, like, that oh. slump is a real thing it's true It is so <laughs> true. Coffee this is
1: real. Yeah, I'm like I go I go to the break room and I make myself a tea. I'm like this will do the trick.
0: <laughs> I can see you with your. T- I think every time I have tea, which is rare, I think of you because I'm like, dude, I just remember the that DC cooking so <laughs> <green. laughs> you know, up <for> little. was <laughs> um, no, a little hot. Um. Well, so then, do you just have any like last minute advice or just some last little pieces of wisdom to kind of give to people who are listening, who are in the same transition or phase of life that we are?
1: yeah um She's like now <laughs> <laughs> nope, I have nothing to share <laughs> you're on your own <laughs> last piece of advice I would say like trust in yourself and also trust in God like I truly think that God has given us all like many gifts and abilities and don't think that just because people said you were non-essential means that you were worthless like you <laughs> have so many gifts and talents and abilities that, like, God has instilled in you that will allow you to make it through this time. And, like, if you don't have them, I believe God will bring people along your path that will be able to help you. Right. And, therefore, you should help other people. But in this time, just know that you are not invaluable just because your job title is, quote, unquote, non-essential. Like, you are still essential. You still have things that God can do through you. And just hold on to that.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's really good. I really appreciate that. I think that's so because, like, I feel like no one really talks about that because non-essential is so common right now. But like, we all need to know that we do have value. People like me need to be affirmed in that. Um, right. Yeah, like there's things you can do. Like just because you can't physically go into work doesn't mean you can't be doing something else somewhere else. Like yeah. that. Like I think we hold so closely to our like our career or our job, and like we don't like to stray from that sometimes. And so it's like but there's so many other opportunities out there for us that and I think I'm a firm believer you like right now there's so many challenges, yes, there's lots of trials, yes, and it's 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 not easy, but this is where opportunity lies. Like this is where it is and this is where we need to take it. Pluck it like a flower. That's I feel like pluck is a word that you would Yep, yeah, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Exactly. So take it up and just like look for that, you know, like, just because things are slow or on pause right now doesn't mean that there's still mm-hmm. no opportunities, but I think that, that 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 means there's almost, you know, more of them, Um, yeah. we just gotta look a little harder, so.
1: Yeah, um. and I just know with all of us, like, especially for me, like, titles just really hit us so hard. <laughs> it's do. like, we tell, we say, like, oh, I lied, and then all of a sudden, people are like, you're a liar, and it's like, you are not defined by that. You're not defined by whether you're working right now or whether you're not. You're not defined by whether you are succeeding in everything you're doing right now in this time. Right. Like you're not defined by those things, but um, at the same time, strive to be better, but don't tear yourself down just because yeah. of the title.
0: Right. But- no, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I think that's good. Thanks so much for being on. I'm so excited we could do this. Um, and then we made it work. I have been wanting to do this for so long, and this is the perfect opportunity. <laughs> see, I didn't even. I really did not mean to do that, but. Um, <laughs> um. But yeah, thank you so much. And hopefully, you know, we can see you on here again. You have to just keep us updated on the social media world. Um yep. and all that, that good stuff. Maybe we'll have you and Sam on at some
1: point. Ooh, <laughs> <on Marathon> <laughs> we
0: would them.
1: love that. Sign <laughs> us up for the war. <laughs> for the war.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much. And I hope to talk to you soon guys. If you guys want to reach out to Plants um, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. I'll put some information in the description for you. But other than that, guys, thanks for tuning in and I will see you guys next time.